Welcome to Exposing Mold, the podcast where we dive into all things mold related. My name is Keely Severson, and I'm here with co-hosts Alicia Swamy and Eric Johnson. Today we have special guests, Shemaine and Ted Nugent. This podcast is brought to you by Michael Rubino, the Mold Medic, and All-American Restoration, the first and only mold remediation company in the country specializing in remediating mold for people with underlying health conditions or mold sensitivities. They've quickly become the most recommended remediation company from doctors and mold inspectors nationwide. Check out our show notes to pick up your copy of Michael Rubino's book, The Mold Medic, an expert guide on mold remediation, or visit allamericanrestoration.com to get your home assessed and get your health back on track. Shemaine Nugent is an ambassador for healthy living and has been a group fitness instructor for more than 30 years. She is a motivational speaker, author, award-winning TV producer, host, filmmaker, and is passionate about helping people make a positive impact on their health and overall being. She has appeared on MTV, VH1, Discovery, CMT, C-SPAN, Fox, and many other national television and radio shows. After discovering her home, which was once featured on MTV Cribs, was contaminated with toxic mold, Shinmain developed a life-threatening illness. She took a year off from teaching group fitness classes and focused on regaining her health. How she healed herself and her family through alternative remedies is miraculous. Once dependent on oxygen and barely able to walk, Shemaine has fully recovered and is now an international Zumba fitness presenter who is on a mission to share her passion for healthy living with others. Shemaine is taking her passion for helping others to the internet airways at her website, shemainenugent.rocks, where she shares her honest views about spirituality, faith, family, fitness, fashion, politics, healthy living, and her marriage to rock and roll legend, Ted Nugent. Shemaine and Ted serve on the board of directors for Operation Finally Home, an organization which provides mortgage-free homes for veterans. Their support for the military and a love for dogs prompted Ted and Shemaine to partner with Canines for Warriors, which trains shelter dogs to assist veterans suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. When she is not teaching fitness classes or helping with charitable causes, Shemaine enjoys writing books and screenplays. She wrote Married to a Rockstar and a Wild Game cookbook she co-authored with her husband, Kill It and Grill It. Her third book is Four Minutes a Day, Rock and Roll Your Way to Happy, and she is currently working on a book and documentary regarding toxic mold to spread awareness of this invisible illness. Ted Nugent will also join us on the show today, and we all know him as legendary American singer-songwriter, guitarist for the Amboy Dukes and the Gibson Birdland rock bands. Ted can be seen on the Outdoor Channel, the Joe Rogan Experience Show, VH1's Surviving Nugent, Supergroup, Anthony Bourdain, No Reservations, The Howard Stern Show, The Simpsons, That 70s Show, and has made several appearances on Fox News and Larry King Live. Ted is a vocal supporter of gun rights, hunter's rights, and is an activist spearheading many charities and organizations such as Ted Nugent's Camp for Kids, Hunters for the Hungry, and the other charities that we've listed prior. You can learn more about his organizations, how to donate, and check out his store on his website at tednugent.com. Shemaine is really well known in the lifestyle and fitness world, and she's also working on a mold book and documentary. Ted is well known in the musical world, and I heard he might be writing a mold song for us, but that's just a rumor. 
You guys have been through it with mold. Tell us. I know that you had a house that was featured on MTV Cribs that was totally lost to mold, and you've been dealing with mold problems ever since. Yeah, we uh, found out the hard way that our home that was featured on MTV Cribs was contaminated with toxic mold between the walls. We never saw anything. We just kept getting sicker and sicker. And this was around the year 2001, 2002. So we had no predecessor to tell us, oh, this is what it's going to be. I had to become an investigative sleuth for our health. And we eventually found unbelievable mold counts in between the walls of our home. And ultimately we are so health conscious that we're high energy people. We've always taken good care of ourselves. We're hunters and fishermen. So we have always eaten the organic food before the everybody else figured out what organic food was. And we've always been active and uh, really conscientious about the environment we live in. We lived on a beautiful farm or a swamp and a forest in Michigan. So when we started losing our energy and having body aches and pains, you know, I think I was right around the year I was turning 50 something. And I thought maybe this old guitar player is just getting old. And this is what it feels like. But it was really amazing because when we were not at home touring Europe and touring across the world, we felt so much better. And we could sleep. And we could sleep. That was I think the big the, thing. The lack of sleep, the uh, uh, insomnia is a direct symptom, I think of your immune system going haywire. And so we were very concerned and Shemaine really did dig deep and go beyond the bureaucracies, which were the enemies of America, hello. And she discovered that we had stachybotrys mold in our home and it was a dream home. The hell with MTV Cribs, it was our dream home overlooking a beautiful lake where we were raising our kids and, and living a great American dream. And we got so sick that we finally discovered the house was infested with mold and we had to get the hell out of there. What was your first clue? How did you discover this? Was it just through seeing your health decline and going through doctor after doctor and then out of desperation you considered this? Because mold illness is still hard for people to believe as a root cause of illness. We have friends that literally were pointing it out to us when they were inquiring about our experience with mold, that they're going, oh yeah, we have mushrooms on the wall of our basement. That might be an indicator. So it's not always visible. In fact, I think it's rarely visible. And I don't think that anyone is really educated to the symptoms that are a direct result of immune system deficiency based on exposure to mold. So once again, Shemaine did her own research and she really discovered the irrefutable evidence and the truth about what happens to you if you ignore moisture seepage into your home and uh, you ignore your health indicators. And again, I, I, I don't want to turn this into a monologue, but a lot of people intentionally bombard themselves with chemical warfare before mold. The, the unbelievable marketing scam of chemically scented ingredients and chemical ingredients in the building of homes, all those chemicals are already fighting people's immune system. They're already getting asthma. They're already getting weak. They're already getting sickly. 
And so it's really difficult to convince them that it might be something like mold. But I think there's an awakening, and I attribute it to this lady right here, certainly in our core inner circle, which happens to be quite expansive. We have lots of friends, lots of family. We guide hunters from all around the world every year, and people will start articulating these symptoms, and we go, have you looked into the infrastructure of your home? Have you examined your wet carpets? Um, it's, so there's an so, education process that really she is the master. Of well, this. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I that. Would but say I've, that. I've learned a lot. And to, to answer your question, uh, Keely, I had been teaching group fitness since 1980. And I know my body well. I know the difference between a pulled muscle and a muscle because of strain that I was working out extra hard. And I started getting all these symptoms like debilitating migraines. I should have been the walking poster child for health and fitness. And I was in the hospital all the time. He'd have to rush me to the hospital for migraines or for heart attack symptoms. And I went to dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of doctors who said basically, oh, you're stressed. Well, yeah, do I, I don't know anybody that's not stressed. If you're stressed, you travel too much, you do this or that, whatever. You got to listen to these nature sounds on tape and, and turn off the phone and the lights and everything and just relax. Well, I did all those things and I was still getting sick. I eliminated every potential trigger food-wise from my body that I could, and yet we were still getting sick. And what happened, the, the reason we found out about this is a friend of ours, my best friend, her brother happened to be uh, an attorney who represented an entire community in Michigan. All the homes in the subdivision were contaminated with toxic mold because of faulty building. And he would call in these people to do depositions and, and they were sick all the time. So he took it upon himself to try and help them. And he's the one that actually helped us and opened our eyes and, and sent us to a toxicologist in Royal Oak, Michigan. Ted and I both did a very extensive blood work and found out that we had four different types of toxic mold in our bloodstream. And I was also diagnosed with having preemphysema. And the doctor, I'll never forget, on his little prescription pad wrote, get out of the house. And it's very important to note that we had a lot of governmental bureaucracies come in, environmental bureaucracies would come in to test our home, and they constantly gave us a clean bill of health, and we knew they were wrong. But I think the number one lesson is that, that all bureaucrats are untrustworthy, and that you never go to the government for anything beneficial in your life. There's an American dream in spite of the government. So you really have to go to people you trust and find doctors that are dedicated to the Hippocratic Oath and not just shoving big farm into your life. So these are lessons that I think are glaring right now in the craziness of 2021 for many, many different considerations. But when it comes to individual health, you've got to take a deep breath and examine what is Mr. Hand putting in Mr. Grocery Cart that ends up in Mr. Mouth? Can you pronounce it? Is it food? Is it real? The scented candles, that's not strawberry. That's chemical warfare. So that's the beginning. And then if you go to the next step with the indecency, the, the scamming and corruption in the construction world, that they don't care about your home 5, 10, 20 years down the road. And those are the lessons that we're sharing. Those are the lessons that we discovered, again, because of Shemaine.
it was something that we discovered together and honestly if he hadn't have been got, getting the same symptoms that i had i'm sure he would have thought i was crazy because there was one time i remember we were both doing things like putting the milk in the cupboard and putting the phone in the refrigerator and there's just so many symptoms that people don't realize are attributed to not only multiple chemical sensitivity, but uh, to toxic mold illness. I think it's important to note, as is everything that comes out of my mouth, is that I'm 73 years clean and sober. I have never allowed any poisons into my body. No drugs, no alcohol, no tobacco, no food that I can't pronounce or I didn't see where it came from. I've been a hunter all my life. We eat venison, we eat ducks and pheasants. Our free range chicken is a pheasant. That's the only free range chicken available to mankind. So being ultra, ultra conscientious, like my parents raised us, this is a sacred temple. You don't abuse this sacred temple. You're conscientious and thought and responsible of what you put into your sacred temple. So we were already a great baseline for overall health. Plus our, our genetics, our DNA is strong. We have a great constitution in Shemaine's family and my family, strong, strong, healthy people. So there was no excuse for us. I mean, I, I'm so high energy, I scare me and I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> But there were times in those in that era where I would struggle to get out of bed and I'd stand, I'd sit there with my head in my hands, sobbing, going, what is happening to my life? I'm doing everything right. I'm thoughtful and responsible in my lifestyle. And again, Shemaine discovered after all the bureaucrats said your home is perfect, it was behind our bed the east wall of our michigan dream home was black goo infested and we got the hell out and we haven't looked back since how many remediators did you have to go through in order to find that well again this was around the year 2000 2001 i over the course of a couple of years i had it tested three times and there there weren't a lot of opportunities I kept the first couple of times they kept saying, no, there's no mold here. And they didn't do the right testing. We all know, you know, how even today, some of the testing remediators or, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable that people can get away with what they're doing. They don't, they don't have any idea how to truly test for mold. There's some people that are amazing, thoughtful, courteous, considerate, and very, very, very knowledgeable about how to test for mold. I didn't have those. So we tested three times. And on the third time, again, when we finally found Bill Dobruff, our attorney, he connected us with a scientist who, Connie Morbach, who really knew what she was doing. She tested it properly and basically agreed with the toxicologist that we needed to get out of the house. And you recently found mold in one of your cabins in Michigan and you were able to identify it by how you felt was the tipping point. Yeah. So what were the, what were the clues where you guys opened your eyes one day and you were like, uh oh, not again. Yeah. Yeah. Shemaine had been migraine free all these years since we got out of the Michigan house. And we had the beautiful little cabin on a lake in Michigan. And all of a sudden, the alarm started going off. We couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. She got a migraine, and we went, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And once again, 
we dug deep. We got Connie and her team out there, plus some friends of ours who are specialists in this uh, area. And we went into the crawl space where the HVAC is, and we discovered once again, faulty construction. There was accumulation of moisture with inadequate ventilation. And uh, I left the next day. And now that team has been working nonstop for the last uh, three weeks. And they are very confident that we nipped it in the bud because we immediately responded to the indicators and the signals and the symptoms. We didn't wait and try to attribute it to other things because there's no education. Back when we first discovered it, there was no baseline. Nobody ever thought, well, if you're sick and you have migraines, you can't sleep, it might be mold. I mean, that never came up in the conversation. Nobody ever recommended that possibility. So once again, we are the canary in the coal mine. When we go to a friend's house, including gazillion dollar mansions from oil barons, they welcome us into their house, they'll open the front door, and we are sucker punched by Mike Tyson in the throat with the stench of chemical warfare because of the fabric softeners and the scented candles and the plug-in heated chemical dispersers. And we go, we love you, but we can't Can't come in your house. We're, We're already getting hives. So we are tender, which I think is good. It's good to be tender. It's good to be so healthy that when unhealthy environments are exposed to you, you immediately back away from them. So we really have educated a lot of people. And Shemaine has done a lot of media. I've mentioned so many times in media. And I think the world, at least in the music world, the entertainment world, they know that the Nugents went through a poisonous mold episode. And we've had some A-listers in the industry get a hold of us going, we can't breathe. We got migraines. We're in pain. Could it be mold? And we've saved a few people from going through what we went through. Yeah. But isn't it a tragedy that you might have to call the Motor City Madman to get some health advice? I mean, you'd think there'd be somebody with better credentials than Wango Tango. Well, the American Medical Association is not recognizing this illness. So a lot of it is just mold exposed and mold injured people reaching back to then help others. So on the flip side, your experience is beneficial to shine a light for others. I know you guys have a heart towards veterans and military. And I just wanted to ask, are you, has it, is it on your radar, the moldy military housing crisis right now? Because the, we hear about you it know all what? the time. It's pandemic. The, the gov- Once again, the government who's in charge of military water, who's in charge of Agent Orange, who's in charge of the mold in the barracks and on Fort Hood, it's, it's of epidemic proportions because bureaucrats don't care. And the, and the worst victims that could possibly be subjected to this criminal corruption and abuse of power are the heroes of the military that are willing to die for your and my safety based on their oath to the Constitution. So you bet we're involved with these people. And right now we're fielding phone calls every day from heartbroken military heroes who are watching their government turn on them like we've never seen since Vietnam. And it goes right to the core of ignoring Agent Orange symptoms, ignoring POWs, and ignoring the vast expanse of mold infestation on military compounds and in the barracks. So yeah, this is serious stuff. We're hammering our elected employees, our senators and our congressmen and our governors, and we're going, come on, if you don't take care of your military heroes, you're a bad, bad person. But the problem is, and you guys know this, the problem is that 
it's a quick fix. If we can educate builders and contractors mm. about what is right and cause change in the insurance companies, mm. you get it, you get insurance because there's a, there's going to have, and there's always a mold, a mold waiver. I mean, yeah. is it insured or I can, I'm insured against Buffalo stampedes, but not mold. Yeah. Who, who thinks like this? How corrupt can, how criminal can you be? And you know, if we, I'm, I'm producing a documentary about toxic mold, about our experience that I'm going to share with you guys very, very soon and writing a book about it. Because if I'm inundated on a daily basis with people crying, bawling their eyes out because they're sick, their kids are kids sick, are sick yeah. and they don't know what to do. And many people don't have the option that we did to just leave, to walk away and leave everything behind. And they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. But the main problem is that, you know, if we could just recognize these symptoms and clean the air in our homes and not rely on big pharma. When I went to dozens of doctors, they would give me several different medications for my migraine. Like to cover it to up. To cover up the problem and the migraine is still there. But there's, it's an indication that something is wrong. And especially women, we, we make excuses for our health like, oh yeah, I'm stressed. I have kids. I got to work. I've got, you know. I'm married to Ted Nugent. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. <laughs> but we do make excuses for it and we we end up accepting less health than what we should. We don't accept we don't. anything. Yeah. We're suspicious of everybody. We're loving and caring and giving and conscientious and generous. But boy, in this day and age, and it's gotten worse over the years, again, I'm 73 and I've never seen anything like the current conditions, but regarding mold denial, yeah. I mean, how dare an entire industry, the construction industry, the insurance industry, the health industry, how dare they deny that mold might hurt you or that stachybotrys is livable. We had a special on the local CBS station here in Texas where these poor people were followed around their apartments with cameras. It was like a scene out of a horror movie. The black goo dripping from the ceiling and the black cake on, mold. On everything, on glasses, on and, their children's baby bottles and, and everything. And they treated it like it was a minor inconvenience. I just don't recognize such denial and cruelty towards people in desperate need when the fix really is holding construction companies accountable, yeah. teaching people about health symptoms and the responses therein, and including the mold education because of where Lyme disease or there are different diseases that we, we are subjected to on this wonderful planet. But mold can be fixed. Mold can be stopped before it grows if people would just care more and educate each other. So I think we're, I think we're on a mission from God here because we can save lives, save incredible amounts of money for people. And, and again, it starts with holding government agencies, construction companies, insurance agencies uh, accountable. Good luck. But we're, we do it every day. And you guys are doing God's work. We thank you for that. Well, and we thank you for, for your time. And we also, we also see one issue that's just a little bit in addition to what you've described, where part of Eric Johnson's theory, this is Eric Johnson, he has training from the military and, and bioweapons, but 
there seems to be some human pollution that's making microbes behave more aggressively. So part of the bigger picture with our work is we don't want to see a world in 20 years where people are having mold grow in new places where mold never grew before, even without the required moisture. Because fungi do seem to be getting more aggressive, which is something that Eric has observed over the last 20 years. So really all hands on deck and collaborating and getting the message out on building failures and chemical failures. And it sounds like you folks were sensitized from mold and now you have multiple chemical sensitivities, the way you describe your reactions to candles, which is very common. Yes. Yeah, and I could walk into a room that's been freshly painted and I can tell you if it has regular paint with volatile organic compounds, low VOC paint or no VOC paint. And I can literally walk in and I'm not embarrassed anymore. I used to be, but I can literally walk into somebody's home, even family members and go, I'm so sorry, but I can't come in here because you're, you're threatening my health. I'm not going to risk getting a migraine, taking a prescription drug where one of the side effects is death so that I can come visit you on Thanksgiving. And I think that's what we need to do is, is start putting our own health first and really shine a light on this terrible problem of toxic mold. And that's what you guys are doing. So you thank know, you. As ugly as social media can be, if we probably been way better off if it was never invented. Boy, that's an understatement. Mm -hmm. But it is a great communication network if it's used properly and conscientiously. And if you go to my Facebook Live and Shemaine's various social media uh, communications, you can see lots and lots of people, certainly well into the hundreds, if not thousands, who come to us for advice and share some of their own tragedies with us. And we've said, get a big plastic garbage bag, go through your house right now. If there's a product you can't pronounce the contents, put it in the plastic bag, get it out of your house and never buy it again. And you should hear the emotional testimony from people who all of a sudden their kids are more energetic and they can breathe and they don't have to do the, the oxygen thing. Asthma inhalers. The asthma inhalers. And then also I say, go to your pantry. What the hell are you eating? What is, what are you feeding your children? What is that? And people don't realize that that has a very big effect on what the foods that we eat can exacerbate yes. mold illness. You become more, right? you'll be more critical, uh, more uh, victimized by other triggers if you're not already strong. Our immune system is a powerful, powerful force if we'd have allowed it to develop. When I was a kid, we'd, we'd roll in the dirt and go down to the river. God knows what was in the river, but we'd catch fish and handle that fish and probably pick our nose and, and, and pet dogs. God knows where they were. We'd shoot a raccoon and then we'd, we'd hold it up for a photo and then we'd probably lick our fingers. Oh so our immune system, I think our, our ancestors, I happen to be one of them, I think our immune system was much more fortified than a, a hyper paranoid society avoiding germs at all costs. The more sanitized you are, I think the weaker you are. Yeah. And then mold comes into your life, it'll sucker punch you in a, in a dangerous and, dr and drastic way. So it's, it's all about education. I would like to think that there would be a curriculum in America from preschool to your medical degree graduation about individual health choices 
And because there hasn't been, the sheeping of society is a direct result of the dumbing down of society and the marketing blitzkrieg that this smells like the fresh scent of spring, except it's chemical warfare and it will kill you after a few years. It really is an inundation, a bombardment, a, a dangerous level of uh, use by the average American, the average human being. And when we go to Africa, these people have never, they've never been to a store. And they are so healthy. <laughs> they run around barefoot, barefoot. and yeah. they are, they eat gut piles and they chew bark from a tree. <laughs> they eat raw snake meat. I guess I would be recommending that lifestyle because <laughs> as Americans, we're as close to that as you can get because we do kill our own food. We know exactly how it's handled. We handle it with reverence the way God intended us to. And so when we get sick, that's an alarm maybe louder and more uh, obvious than other people because their lifestyle basically is asking for it. Mm. And so we've, we've changed a lot of minds. And I think the mold uh, awareness is a, is a huge missing link. You'd be hard pressed to walk the streets of America, stop anybody, anywhere, anytime in any segment of our culture and say, so what do you know about mold? You get a blank stare. Of course, you ask them about, you ask them about the Gettysburg Address, you'll probably get a blank stare. But um, there is a huge ignorance factor there. So our education uh, efforts really are important. So we thank all of you. We appreciate you sharing this with us right now, even though I get to be a bit verbose, but it's serious <laughs> stuff for us. Well, we appreciate you sharing your time with us in our audience to share your story. And we look forward to collaborating with Shemaine more on the education part of it in the nearby future. And thank you so much for your time today, Ted and Shemaine. It was really nice speaking with you both. Great talking with y'all too. Thank you very much. Come to our Facebook and our social media because this conversation continues every day. Absolutely. Uh, Shemaine, where, what's your, what are your, your Instagram and your Facebook? pages is it just well, Nugent? it's Nugent on facebook and it's the blue check and also blue check on instagram Shemaine nugent i am banned from twitter but the she's so cute but the taliban isn't so you could go check out the Taliban. anyway <laughs> yeah i'm i'm permanently suspended from twitter because you know i think i think that's what is going on right now if you've got something to say about natural cures they don't like that. Yes, absolutely. And it's got to make you wonder why is it okay for the Taliban to have, you know, a Twitter account, but I'm, we're promoting natural health as a potential cure or substance that, that can help you heal from, I'm trying to use my words judiciously so I don't say the V word or <laughs> certain things. But it's crazy that we can't. We've completely lost the First Amendment. Yeah, it's those guys will say, yeah, that Nugent, he has clean and sober guy and he eats venison. That's dangerous. <laughs> Speaking of venison, go make me some. I will make you some. <laughs> we love venison. It's the best food in the world. Well, enjoy your lunch. And thank you again so much for your time, you two. It was really nice to speak with you. Nice thank to you, chat everybody. with you, too. God bless America. Bye. Godspeed. Thank you everyone for joining us today. We have the wonderful Shemaine and Ted Nugent on. And you know what? I couldn't have said it any better myself. Everything that Ted and Shemaine went through, it word for word, it almost felt like I was reliving my own mold experience. And 
it just feels so good to have them as an ally to try to fight this. The more that we can get the word out, the more that we can educate people into understanding that, hey, your health symptoms might just be coming from your environment. We need to examine exactly our homes and what we're living in and what we're breathing in every day. And again, it feels so wonderful to have Shemaine and Ted as an ally to bring this to people's awareness and to continue education efforts. And we have some exciting things coming up in the future. So please like, share, comment on our content, subscribe to our accounts. We're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Check us out there. Go ahead and donate to our GoFundMe and Patreon pages to keep this podcast rolling. We have some amazing guests coming up in the future and we can't wait to continue sharing all the information that we learn every week. Thank you again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.